Hi there, everybody. I'm Bobby Slam Duncan, welcoming you to the Runaway Radio Hour's first ever pop-up podcast and broadcast, Wall to Waldo. Now, whether you're hearing this show via podcast on iTunes or maybe Google Play Music, RadioBrave.com, or through TuneIn, it will only be available for a limited time. So go ahead, jump on your social media and share this podcast with your friends and spread the word. It's very easy to do from your iPhone or Android. And please do subscribe to the Runaway Radio Hour. Now, when we here at Radio Brave launched the Runaway Radio Hour not long ago, we found through our social media, listeners were hungry for one thing above most, if not all others, the classic and unforgettable Uncle Waldo performances from the Stevens and Pruitt Show. Now, I say Stevens and Pruitt Show because it wasn't just Mark and Jimmy. It was the boner. Martha Martinez, the news muchacha, traffic master Lanny Griffith, Chuck Schrammick, Kevin Dorsey, Tito Smallberries, Tom Tubby Lawler, and of course, the ringleader of the entire gang, Locke Siebenhausen. Now, we were fortunate to have some of these Waldo episodes posted to our social media, and as well, we found others through our own archive of recordings and other sources. So we decided to put them all together, along with classic KLOL production, courtesy of voice giant Bill Moffat and the voice and skills of people like Bart Taylor and others who were at KLOL at the time. We also found a treasure trove of classic I Admit It, I Listen to Stevenson Pruitt production featuring the likes of everybody from Lyle Lovett to Zach Wilde, Kiss, Elwood Blues, and many others. You will hear all of them over the next hour. Now remember, again, this is a pop-up podcast and broadcast. It will only be available for a limited time. So again, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play Music, and on RadioBrave.com and the TuneIn app. And again, please share. So now, with no further delay, we at the Runaway Radio Hour are happy and proud to present Wall to Waldo from KLOL, KEGL in Dallas, and the Stevens and Pruitt Show. Let's listen in. And run behind the curtain because well, look, you're look in at it. The, look at the spacesuit. Kind of a Captain Marvel. I love that spacesuit you have on. All right, you do the curtain. Why? Jeepers, you fine arts lovers. Wherever you are, time to kick back and join those legendary Stevens and Pruitt, not ready for drive time players, starring in Uncle Waldo, teenage camper in the East Texas woods type person. Ah, uh, <laughs> Zach one seat one, and Uncle Waldo, Big Bruno, and Nymphia Scooter Pie are on a weekend camping trip in a cabin in the East Texas woods. Oh, they've just finished a big evening meal, and the discussion ensues about who's going to do the dishes. Let's listen. I'm not going to do them. Oh, I ain't going to do it. Hey, Nymphia, you're the woman here. You yes. do the dishes. You are to do the dishes. I am not about to do these dishes. I have two strong, healthy males here, and one of you guys are going to do the dishes. I got a great I idea. I ain't doing the dishes. Yes. Great I'm idea. A Watch. Yes. Let's make it democratic. Democratic. Let's turn down those damn crickets. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. What? We're going to do a little contest. It's fair. It's very democratic. Contest? What kind of a contest? Okay, we'll, all, we'll take off all of our clothes. Oh, that's a good contest, oh, Nymphia. Take off your clothes. Oh, no. It's a trick. No, it isn't. Yes, it this is. This is a fair trick. You guys a contest. Gonna... We'll take off all our clothes. Fair trick, see? You slip. It's just the slip. Slip. slip, you did. ignorant bitch. <laughs> Uncle Waldo. I'm sorry I was going into another bit. But what we'll do is lay down naked on the floor, 
and nobody moves. You don't talk, you don't move, you lay there naked, and the first one to say something or move has to do the dishes. Is that you fair? Promise, you promise you won't move or talk or anything? No. You promise? And you can't either. Okay, then I'll take off my clothes. Oh, yeah, I like this contest. First one, first one to move, talk, or anything has to do the dishes. Yeah, damn All right, strip down. Here we go. Uh, meanwhile, in the vastness of space, beep, 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 beep. a lone spacecraft hurdles toward Earth with a strange alien at the controls. The alien's name is Karazadan Malkawan Karnak Buzdrak Romulak, which translates to Boner. Oh, he's a strange alien who survives on a diet of only Vaseline. Vaseline? What's this? The boner's been out of Vaseline for 20 days and 20 nights. There's only one thing to do. The alien beams down to Earth. He spots our trio lying naked on the floor. He says to himself, Wow, humanoids with the radio on. <laughs> They're all laying on the floor. They don't have any clothes on. I know. I think I'll go up to the blonde with the huge comets and I'll probe her. Jeez, I'll probe her brains out. Let's see here. Wow, she doesn't even move. Must be married. Our alien probes the blonde humanoid. After some good probing, he goes on to the big humanoid. I see, there's a large, large humanoid over here on the floor. Let me go over here. I think I'll probe him too. Not very intelligent. Let's see. He doesn't move either. Very strange. Our alien probes the big humanoid. And then, before he can go to Uncle Waldo, he says to himself, Boy, 20 days and 20 nights without anything to eat. I sure am getting hungry. Before I probe the last short one over there, I wonder, Hey! Juvenoids, hey! Anybody got any Vaseline? Okay, that's it. Huh? I'll do the damn dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Gene Simmons and Ace Fraley. And we're sorry to admit that we do, in fact, listen to Stevens and Pruitt. On KLOL in Houston, Texas. Houston, we have a big problem. Uncle Waldo, teenage seafood restauranteer, and hard of hearing type person. <laughs> That's restaurateur and hard of hearing type person. A uh, real? Uncle Waldo, teenage seafood restaurateur and hard of hearing type person. Beautiful. I love your accent. Thank you, Charles Clifford. We're going to get you well. We're going to hit you right in the jewels. Time to go front row center for Act One, Sea Blood, where we find ourselves. By the way, did I tell them they can phone in their compliments by dialing 7871 97.1? I think you did. Chance. We find ourselves in Uncle Waldo's seafood heaven on Lower McKinney. Why, all of a sudden, Big Bruno enters. More coleslaw over here. Oh, uh, Uncle Waldo. It's me, Big Bruno. Uncle Waldo. Uncle Waldo. Huh? It's me, Big Bruno. Hey, hi. Hey, oh, Big. How you doing? How about a table? Right, Boy, you got a lot of people in here. What do you want? You got a lot of... I want a table. A table? 
table. A table. Oh, a table. Oh, table. You know. Yeah, yeah, a table. Let's show me a table. Sit down right here. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Here's some cold yeah. blonde hush puppies. Bring me a beer, will you? And, uh, oh, hush puppies. I like those. Yeah, looks you good. You want a menu there? No, I don't need a menu. What? I don't need a menu. You don't need a menu. Okay. I understand you got great crabs here. Huh? I understand you got crabs here. What? Do you have crabs? Oh, not since I fired the dishwasher. Oh, no. You know, this is Dusty Hill with ZZ Top. Uh, let me uh, take two. This is Dusty Hill with ZZ Top. And, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, I do listen to Stevenson Pruitt. Why don't you? We find ourselves on the prairie. Yes, in the Old West. Things were real tough in the Old West. The music really hoovered. Yes, it's time to join three gentlemen around the campfire. Three old sourdoughs, Uncle Waldo, Big Bruno, and Larry the Whirlitzer salesman. That's right, Uncle Waldo, Big Bruno, and Larry the Whirlitzer salesman are sitting around a campfire. You can hear the campfire now. And they start to brag about how tough they are. Let's listen to him. Mm, well, Uncle oh, Waldo, yeah. you think you're tough, huh? I'm tough. Uh, 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 yeah, Larry, I... you probably think you're tough, too, don't you? Larry? Larry. 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 Hey, Larry. Huh? Larry. I'll tell you what. I'm the toughest man in these here parts. I'm all man. I'm all macho. Why, <laughs> I'm so tough. How tough are you? Well, when I was living up in Alaska, I was. I fought a 10-foot polar bear. We fought for six hours until I... Just choked him with my bare hands, and then I made a fur coat out of his hide. Ha! Huh. Huh. That's am nothing. Tough. No, yeah. no, I'm tough. Why, that's nothing at all. Listen to this. When I was in Mexico, I fought three bulls at the same time. I killed the three with my bare hands and this Swiss army knife. Yeah. I skinned them and made this here saddle and the boots I got on right here. That's what was left of them. I got them on right there. Now, that's the toughest man around this campfire, buddy. Well, then, they both looked at... Larry, the Whirlitzer salesman. Larry didn't say a thing. He just sat there, stirring the fire with his organ. Oh, no! Esigns.com presents the sign expert, Eddie the Boner Sanchez. I was sitting in the living room the other day with the old lady, thinking about signs. Signs. Everywhere a sign. All made by e-signs. Breaking my mind. Where do they make those signs, Boner? Esigns.com. You can go online from any place and order everything you need for your signs, for your business, for upcoming parties, for even weddings, uh, you know, you name it. Can I, Junior Mints, afford those signs? You can, and they're all made in America. And if you go to esigns.com, you'll save 30 to 40% and more over what you pay at those neighborhood stores. I want something special just for Groove Dogs. What do you got? I've got a promo code. You just pop in K-L-O-L at checkout. You're going to save another 10%, and the e-signs will make a donation to the folks that Jim Pruitt cares the most about. Not What a nice bunch of folks they are at esigns.com. E-signs, where everyone saves on signs. That's it. Teenage motorcycle policeman type person. This script was authored by Bob Miller, the Miller and Meister, Payton, and Payne Buddy. Wait a minute, didn't he write one the other day? Way. You can hear the whine of his Harley Davidson as he's chasing a speeder. Oh, 
See, that's the motorcycle whining. It's not exactly uh, what the script called for there. Whine of the Harley Davidson as it cruises. That's better. <laughs> nice. After a wild chase on I-45, Uncle Waldo, teenage motorcycle cop, pulls over a speeding sports car. He walks up to the driver's window. He taps on the window. <laughs> God's sake, we got a sort of a thick window there. Uh, much to his surprise, it's that beautiful blonde bombshell Nymphia Scooter Pie. All right! Let's join Uncle Waldo Dunn. Uh, can I see your driver's license? Oh, hi, officer. How are you? Uh, let's see. My driver's license? Sure. Let me reach in my purse. Mm -hmm. Here you are. Thank you very much. You're so cute. <laughs> I am quite a stud. I Why did you stop me? What was I doing? Why, like 1,300 cc's between my knees. Mm, that sounds wonderful. I what like are you doing to be... after you get off? <laughs> Hard out on the highway looking for adventure. Why did you stop me? Or whatever comes our Did way. you want my telephone number? Uh, no, I think uh, you've been kind of driving to the left and driving a little bit to the right. Oh. And we're going to have to administer the you know, DPD breathalyzer No, 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 no you don't understand. I was, just, I was just driving to the music. I was listening to Ron Chapman and he was playing Sammy Kay. No. Well, we're still going to have to I give wasn't, you... I've only had one beer. Oh, oh yeah, man. that's what they always say. Uh -huh. This test will tell the truth. This uh -huh. is the official breathalyzer test. Yes, it's scientific and it's high tech. Okay, we can that tell whether or not you've been drinking. We can tell a lot of things from there. there that machine there? Yeah, I just can you tell if I've been drinking. Blow into this. Oh. No, no, that's <laughs> blow like. Oh. How's that? That's good. Okay, let me read it out here. I check sound effect. Uh-oh. What? Well, lady, says right here, you've had a couple of stiff ones. I know, but only one beer. Oh, hey, no. you, this is Pat Boone, and I admit it. I listened to Stevens and Pruitt on Rock 101 KLOL. Teenage, ignorant, moron, and all-around stupid diapers. As authored by C. Keaton Municipal Golf Course, out of nowhere, a genie appears. Why, it's Genie Big Bruno. Uncle Waldo is startled. Ah, she. I'm startled. Uncle Waldo, you look startled. Who the heck are you? Uh, who am I? I am the genie Big Bruno the Magnificent. And I will grant you one and only one wish. But let me tell you, before I grant you the wish, you will have to sacrifice something in return, Uncle Waldo. Hmm. One and only one wish. Yes, huh? be careful what you wish, Uncle Waldo. Well... Remember, you have to sacrifice something. Uh, my only wish is to have a great golf game from now on. Oh, Uncle Waldo. Are you kidding? Remember what I said. You're going to have... Well, okay, I'm going to grant your wish, but you're going to have to sacrifice... Uh, let me see. Oh, I got it. Your sex life. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, the plot thickens. Time passes. Again, Uncle Waldo is at the golf course. And again, the genie reappears. <laughs> Uncle Waldo! Yeah? How's your golf game coming along, Uncle Waldo? Ah, uh, Mr. Genie, Chess Gray couldn't be better. Uh-huh, uh, and, uh... <clears throat> 
How's your sex life, huh? Oh, just fine. Fantastic. What do you mean, fine? Just fine? Tell me something. How many times have you had the yah? I mean, over the last year since I granted your wish. How many times? Twelve times. Twelve times? Twelve times. That's only once a month. Yeah. You call that a good sex life? Well, I think it's pretty good for an 85-year-old priest. Huh? Without a car. What? With leprosy. Oh, no. <laughs> what does it mean to be Houston's rock station? Rock station. It means you play ACDC. One station rocks Houston. Rocks Houston. Always has. Always will. Rock. Rock 101. K-L-O-L. Teenage, shipwrecked, ignoramus-type person. As authored by Jenny from McKinney. <laughs> Jenny from McKinney? In Act 1, Scene 1, we find that Uncle Waldo, his wife, Nymphia Scooter Pie, the former Miss Pie, and the single man, Big Bruno, are shipwrecked on a desert island. Well, it doesn't take long for Big Bruno, uh, being a single type of guy, goes to all the clubs and everything, to get what we call a glandular problem. I mean, he gets horny. And finally, he comes up with an idea for getting lucky with Uncle Waldo's wife, Nymphia. He climbs way up on a tall pa palm tree there on the island. And we hear Big Bruno holler down to the couple, Hey, stop that humping down there! Wow. Uncle Waldo looks over at his wife, who's standing ten feet away, and says, what, he, what, the, what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. He was up there on top of that palm tree. Uncle Waldo, and he said, stop that humping down there. What in the hell does that mean? Whoa. Again, we hear Big Bruno say, Hey, stop that humping down there. Well, this goes on for several hours, until finally, Uncle Waldo is overcome with curiosity, and he decides to climb up the palm tree to see for himself what Big Bruno's problem is. As he's going up the tree, Big Bruno jumps down to the beach, grabs Nippia Scooter Pie, and proceeds to have his way with her. Well, finally, Uncle Waldo reaches the top of the palm tree where Big Bruno had been, he looks down and we hear him say, yeah. Damn, if he wasn't right, it does look like they're humping down there. Oh, hey, yo, check one, two, this the Flavor Flavor Public Enemy. Stop the love you save and be a friend of me. Right here on the Stevens and Pruitt Show 101. Teenage married adult type person. And we find Uncle Waldo and his wife, Nymphia Scooter Pie, in the romantic bedroom. Let's join them now. Uh, Nymphia? Yes, Uncle Waldo. You know what I'm going to do to you? What are you going to do? I'm going to take my... <coughs> and stick it in your... <coughs> until it comes out your... <coughs> oh, yeah? Well, why don't you yeah. take your little tea and shove it up your... <coughs> now, uh -uh. what I'm going to do is... I'm going to grab your... And tickle your <laughs> until you hyperventilate. Oh! <laughs> Why don't you take your teeny weeny teeny 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 and stick it up your 
sit under your until you all over yourself. Hey! Hey! Oh, it's Big Frodo hey! next door, yeah. What the hell are you two doing in there? What's going on? Uh, uh, Big, uh, yeah. uh, we're, uh, we're having oral sex. Rock 101 KLOL, Stevens and Pruitt. Teenage hitchhiker person. This script was sent in by Darla Brennan of Arlington. That makes Darla eligible for the $2,800 big coat, courtesy of Tim Moore and the gang at the old spaghetti warehouse with locations in Dallas and the Fort Worth, too. Get your script in quick, won't you? To 5915 West Parkway, 76013. Don't forget, the 31st is our deadline for the January competition. But right now, let's go front row center for Act 1, Scene 1 of Uncle Waldo, teenage hitchhiker person. As we join our hero, we find that he's... Well, like it's happened to you many times before, he's late to work. Let's join him now. Okay, Uncle Waldo, hey. You're late. Where you been? Hey, come here. Come here. I'm sorry. What's wrong with you? How come you're late? Huh? Sorry. You didn't call or nothing. How come you're late? What's wrong with you? What happened? Well, Big, uh, Mr. Big, uh, this morning I, I was on my way to work, you know, just minding my own business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my car breaks down. Oh, I'm sorry, Uncle Waldo. I didn't mean to jump on you like that. And then what happened? Well, I, I got out and I, and I flagged down a big rig. You mean an 18-wheeler? Yeah, it's a ride. And then what happened? Well, I looked at my watch and I noticed I was really late, so I, I asked the driver if he could speed up a little. And, and as we were turning on to 820, we see this huge wreck. It was so bad that no cars could get through. Yeah, uh, and then what happened? Well, at this time, the, the truck driver said, uh, don't worry, Uncle Waldo, teenage hitchhiker person. I can get you through this mess. Yeah, and, and then what happened? And then I said, uh, man, if you can get us through this, <clears throat> I mean, I said, if you can get us through this without uh, getting us hurt, I'll blow on your big shifter. And, and then what happened? <clears throat> Why that son of a gun could drive that truck. <clears throat> Hi, this is Reverend Al Sharpton. When I'm in Houston, I listen to Steve Zabort and I pray for them constantly. Teenage inept driver and Halloween party reveler type person. What was that title again? Forget it. <laughs> Losing oxygen in that. Time to go front row center for Act 1, Seed 1, where we find Uncle Waldo and... Big Bruno out on the street. I'll be there cruising the highway, man. They just been the Nippia Scooter Pies Halloween party, and they're out on the street. Never act like this, folks. Yes, they're out and about in their IROC Z. We're talking twin port injection, BBS wheels, Koenig wing, and passport radar detector. They're cruising up Flagpole Hill. But all of a sudden, Big Bruno says to Uncle Waldo, Uncle Waldo, look out. There's a tank. There's a tanker truck pulled right across the road. We're yeah. going to hit him, Uncle Waldo. I'm what are we going to do? I'm 120 miles an hour. Hold yeah. on there. Hold oh, on. Oh, Uncle Waldo, you got to slow down. We're going to uh, crash. We're going to crash into that truck. Uh, Put on the... What do we do, Uncle Waldo? Uh, quick, quick. What do we do? 
Let's have an orgasm. An orgasm? Yeah. Why do you want to have an orgasm? We're going to hit that truck. Well, I, I figure this is our last chance to have one. Oh, uh... Hey, Zach Wild here, man. We're all doing the hang on Rock 101, Stevens and Pruitt. Now listen, these brothers can't sing, but they'll sure make you laugh your ass off. Teenage Minuteman type person. And the scene opens on a cold, windy December morning in 1774. Uncle Waldo and his men are protecting the tiny village of Fiddle Springs, which is located in a snowy... In a snowy... Snowy, there's no sound effects to snow. Oh, okay. Get Virginia on with it, Valley. you idiot. Waldo and his men watch the village from high on top of a hill. As each day passes, the men grow colder and weary from lack of food and shelter. The men gather together to protest their ordeal. Before they decide to desert, a young lieutenant stands on a stump to address the men. Mm, sir? Sir? It's Lieutenant Peters here, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes. What is it, Lieutenant? Listen, if we're going to be assigned to help these people, maybe they can give us some warm clothing, food, and shelter, and a little love. Let's go down there and see if we can't get them to, you know, dish out a little. What do you think, sir? Well, a good idea, Lieutenant Peters. Let's do it. Uncle Waldo gathers the men together and begins the march to the tiny village. Waldo, Captain Uncle Waldo and his men reach the first house in the village. Company, halt! A crusty old-looking woman answers the door. Yes, honey, what do you want here? What is it? What do you want? God, stop bothering me. What hey, is uh, it? Uh, what do you want? What is it? Excuse huh? me, you crusty old... Uh, I am Captain yeah. Waldo. Captain Waldo, how are you? And Where are, are those guys you got with you there? Well, we are the... <laughs> You shut up and quit patting your part, I'll tell you. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. We are the fearless men who have been assigned to protect your village, and we need your help. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> sure, what can we do for you? What is yeah. it? Come on, get on with this stupid script. Can you put a few of my men up for a while, at least until the snow and the cold's gone? Sure I can, baby, but I only have room for one of your men. Let's see. I'll take that cute little one over there. Who is he? Well, that's Lieutenant Bob Peters. It's me, Bob Peters. I'll go with you, old lady. And thank you very much for your warmth and your shelter. Wow, the plot thickens. Waldo now has 99 men that he must find shelter for. Alas, Waldo and his men come across a place where his men can relieve themselves of passionate love and suspended pleasure. Uncle Waldo knocks. The owner of the house of pleasure answers the door. Right. What you want here, baby? Huh? Well, I'm just about overcome by the smell of that perfume. You like my perfume? Oh, thank you. That's called Grammy right here. <laughs> and what's that music in the background? Is that Michael Jackson? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, got a question for you, ma'am. Sure, baby, lay it on me, Mom. Look at all these 
We've been assigned to protect the village, you know, oh, our brave soldiers you. and... Uh, Big, strong, brave, handsome soldiers. And virile, too. Could you uh -huh. put some of my men up for a while? Honey, if, are you if we don't get shelter, we're going to die out here. Oh, you come in out of the cold, baby. Come on in here. We want to... Wait a minute. Just a minute before you come in here. I got lots of girls in here, but how many men you got? Well, let me see. I got, uh... Well, I have 99 men without Peters. What? I have 99 men without Peters. Uh, hello? Oh. Hey, it's Junior Mintz from the Stephen Sapruitt Show. Butter, where do you buy your signs and banners? Well, I buy all my signs and banners at eSigns, eSigns.com. They're all made in America and it's so easy to get what you need. English and Spanish language? Por favor, Chase. <laughs> Okay, so here's what you do. You go to eSigns.com. You Jay, pick out what you want. You can do you that. Want. Do it from any computer or laptop, whatever. It's all done online. You can do it in your gaucho britches. You can do it at halftime of the Texans game. Indeed. Uh, and so then, then you buy what you want, and then at, at checkout time, you use promo code KLOL. That's promo code KLOL. And here's what happens. Mm -hmm. You'll save 10% more, and these folks at eScience will make a donation to the people that Jim Pruitt cares the most about. What do you think of that? I think it's fantastic, especially since you're already saving 30 to 40% off those neighborhood stores' prices, so you've got even more savings. eScience.com, where everyone saves on signs. Thanks, Boner. Thanks for bringing it home. Teenage Miami Vice, stand-up comedian type person. <laughs> oh, it's Act 1, Scene 1. And Uncle Waldo Crockett and Big Tubbs Bruno are on stakeout in the Miami suburb. Yes, it's a possible drug bust that could go down at any time, but it hasn't. They've been in their Ferrari, their cramped Ferrari, for 72 hours. They're getting a little bored. Let's join our heroes now. Yeah. Hey, Crockett. I haven't seen anybody move here in 14 hours. It what time is it, man? I need a sandwich or something, They're okay? There's in there or something. I don't know. Man, I don't think this thing is ever going to come down, man. Hey. What? I got a question for you. Yeah, Crockett, what do you want? I pass a little time here. Uh-huh. Uh, well, go ahead, shoot. What's the question? Uh... Wait a minute, you see that guy come up? No, I thought he uh, went back inside him. So go ahead. Just a uh, spit. Came out the spit. Yeah. Ah, nice jacket you got, huh? Hey, thanks. Check Bar these threads. What do you think? Barsay, I love them, yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Uptown, baby. Like uh -huh. Pink t-shirt's fantastic, yeah. Got him up. Boy, these stakeouts are boring. I got, got this jacket off a dead Cuban pimp. Yeah, I like yeah, I like the uh, flamingo in the pocket there. Backed over him with a Ferrari. Did you get a balloon with those shoes? Those are nice. Hey, when are you going to make the last payment on that jacket? Tomorrow, if I ever get off this stakeout. I got a question for you. Well, if we ever get the joke off here, what? Uh, what did the uh, nymphomaniac really say to the baseball team? What? Well, we don't have time for... Okay, what did the nymphomaniac say to the baseball team? Who's on first? I know you're trying to lighten the mood because it is so boring here uh, on stakeout. Uh, Tubbs, uh -huh. uh, what did the nymphomaniac really say to the baseball team? What? The catcher needs better equipment. Uh, <laughs> uh, Wait a minute, I just kidding. Uh, what did the nymphomaniac really say to the baseball team? What did the nymphomaniacs really say to the baseball team, Crockett? You need bigger bats. <laughs> but seriously, Tabs. Yeah, I don't want to hear anymore, okay? What'd she really say? What did the nympho really say to the baseball team? I don't care what she really said, okay? She said, hey, have we got any knuckleballers? Hey, you know? I don't want to hear anymore, okay, Crockett? I'm just kidding. The nymphomaniac really said... Yeah. 
Let's try to get a man on. Rock 101 KLOL. Houston. Welcome. A Chancellor Media Corporation station. Teenage, sleazy, scumbag person with a hygiene problem. Ah! This, this script was authored by Bob Lewins of Edison. Who receives a t-shirt, by the way, that proudly proclaims I wrote the Waldo script. Time to go front row center. In Act One, Scene One, we find our hero, Uncle Waldo, teenage, sleazy, scumbag person with a hygiene problem, entering Big Bruno's Eckerd's Drugstore. Let's listen. Ah, a nice drugstore. And there's something wrong with that door. I smell something in here. Huh? Oh, hi, Uncle Waldo. What you smell there? You know what that is? Yeah, you. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's me. Mm, you got a hygiene problem. Yeah. I heard the announcer say that. Yeah, hey. <clears throat> well, obviously. And if you don't have a hygiene problem, we don't have a joke here. <laughs> what can I do for you? You 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 want a deodorant, don't you? Well, I want one. I want to get that tape by that group uh, from San Antonio. I don't know if you got it. You want a tape? Well, that's in the other department down here. Yeah, they have that San Antonio. What tape are you looking for? It's a Latin group, uh, the Caca Rockers. No, no, we don't have that one. I'm you sorry. Don't that? You would be a good mascot for the Caca Rockers. You know that? Well, you hurt. smell like Caca. <laughs> that's what you smell like. Well, that hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Uncle Waldo. I just wanted to sell you some deodorants. Well, you know, hey, that's an idea. Deodorant. Yeah. I need some deodorant. Here. How about the ball type? Huh? How about the ball type? No, it's for under my arms. Oh. This is Movie Man, and I admit it. I listen to Stevens and Pruitt on Rock 101. K-L-O-L. Nowhere the run. Nowhere the hide. Shrimpy, small, cowboy type person. Act one, seed one. And we open with Uncle Waldo, small, teenage, puny cowboy-type person, ordering a beer in the Redneck Saloon. After downing that beer, he struts outside. Immediately, he crashes back through the swinging doors and demands... All right. I said, all right, I, I, I did. Who is the low-down, no-good, uh, honky-mofo that done gone and painted my horse's bahungus yellow? Who painted him yellow? I did, you little wimp. What are you going to do about it? Well, well, I just wanted to tell you they're 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 about dry now. Maybe you want to give them a, a, a second coat. Oh, no. Hi, I'm Nancy Wilson. And I'm Ann Wilson. And I admit it, I listen to Stevens and Pruitt on Rock 101 KLOL. The magnificent teenage sword swallower type person. This script was authored by Amy Pizzi of Arlington, Texas. <laughs> What's her name? <laughs> scene one, and yes, we find our hero, Uncle Waldo, the magnificent teenage sword swallower type person on stage in the cotton bowl. Yes, he is the warm act, warm up act for Bruce Springsteen. And as an incredible sword swallower, he does the incredible. Of course, we must realize that his stage manager is the legendary Big Bruno, his good friend and neighbor. Well, Uncle Waldo is on stage. And as usual, he, saw, he swallows a sword. He swallows a cane. 
and then he swallows a yardstick, and as the thundering climax to his act, he swallows a dog log. <laughs> a what? As we join our players... He swallows a what? Dog log. A dog log. Oh, man. The analyst drama must go on. Theater must rear its ugly head. In act one, scene one, Uncle Waldo's on stage, and yes, he swallows the sword. <laughs> and then, our hero, Uncle Waldo, swallows a cane. <laughs> and then, our hero swallows a yardstick. <laughs> and then, it's time for Uncle Waldo's grand finale. Go ahead, Uncle Waldo. Go ahead, Uncle Waldo. Go ahead, swallow the dog log. Swallow it. No, I know. I can't do what it. What do you mean you can't do it? There's thousands of people looking at you right now. Do it. I go, well, they'll swallow the dog log. I ain't going to do it, and you can't make me. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. Why don't you want to do it, Uncle Waldo? You do it every night. Why don't you do it? There's a hair on it. Hey, hello, hello, hello. This is Dom DeLuise, and I admit it. I listen to Stevens and Pruitt on Rock 101, K-L-O-L. And I do mean L-O-L. <laughs> now, you have, you know, a Thanksgiving uh, script, don't you? Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you do. You. Yeah. Wait a minute. I told you to bring in a... Oh, I got it. Okay, make sure you do. Don't forget to phone in your compliments for our thespians. It's the only compensation they receive. Uh-huh. Topical. Ted Edwards wants topical. Gotta be topical. Ted Edwards, come on, don't mention that. Uh, well, yeah. Not on this show, please. Uh, Ted I'm Edwards, he's time. thankful. Yeah. He's thankful that National Geographic can be held with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, are you ready? Everybody yeah. ready? Girls? Should we uh, have a gang yank? A gang yank? You come ladies, on, reach up Just there and grab that rope and yank the curtain. Come on, everybody, one, two, three. Oh, yes, Tom. Yes, yes, beautiful. Look at that, look at that. Ah, you fine arts lovers wherever you are. Time to kick back and be thankful that it's another exciting Uncle Waldo adventure. Will they be thankful in about two minutes? As a matter of fact, they might be. In Act One, it's time to enjoy Uncle Waldo Teenage Sleazeball, uh... Pilgrim Criminal in Court Tapers. A sleazeball Pilgrim Criminal in Court, huh? Yeah, that's it. Okay. No overbite? In Act 1, Scene 1, Uncle Waldo appears before the, uh, the Pilgrim Judge, Big Bruno. Let's listen. Uncle Waldo? Yeah. Approach the bench. Where is she? I can't believe... I've, I've been looking at your record here. Ye slaggart. Look at this. Thievery, mayhem, king of turkey, adultery, king of turkey, king of turkey, king of turkey, thievery, and king of turkey. How the hell do you explain a record like that? Well, Judge. I mean, thievery, mayhem, king of turkey, adultery. King of Turkey, King of Turkey, thievery and King of Turkey. Good setup, Your Honor. <laughs> How do you explain that record? Well, Judge, it's this way. Yeah? It just took me a while to figure out what I was good at. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wish I was King of Turkey. So let's continue our work here. You're hearing voices. Yes, Doctor, I, I hear And you always hear the voices, voices in the morning? 
Yes, I, I hear them in the morning. And they, what do they, they say? They tell me. They tell me I need to lose weight. They uh -huh. tell me to, to buy things. Uh -huh. they, they they invite me to parties. And uh -huh. they, they tease me. They tease me about my age. Perhaps this is the voice. Listen. It's Hi, I'm Warren Moon of the Houston Oilers. No, no, there's two. There's two voices. There's oh, perhaps two. it's these two. Hi, this is Wayne. And this is Garth. Pretty odd, Garth. Pretty odd, Wayne. No, Doctor, no, that's not them. That's not them. Oh, is it these guys? Stevens. And Pruitt. Oh, my God. It's them! <laughs> Center for Act One, C One, where he finds Uncle Waldo, currently married to Lippia Scooter Pie. Waldo's friend, Big Bruno, is living in their house. Let's listen in. Now, what is it, Big? Uh, Uncle Waldo. You don't like your room or what? Oh, no, no, no. I, I just don't sleep too well at night because uh, something weird's going on in your room. Something I mean, weird's going on in my room. I heard some weird sounds last night in your bedroom, Uncle Waldo. Hey, what do you mean a weird sound? Well, first of all, I heard this click click. Then I heard this patter-patter, you know, like that. Okay. And then I heard a swoosh. Uh -huh. And then Geronimo. And then, ooh, what the heck was going on in there last night? Well, let me explain it to you like this, Vic. Uh-huh. The uh, click-click uh, was me flipping the light switch on. Oh. And off, you know, yeah. click-click. Uh-huh. And the uh, patter-patter, you know. Yeah. That uh, was me running across the floor. Uh-huh. And the swoosh you heard. Was me uh, ripping my clothes off right there in midair. You're kidding. The Geronimo was me jumping through the air and the, ooh, was me landing on my wife. Whoa. Whoa. Now, wait a minute, though, Uncle Waldo. Now, just a minute. I heard you do it the second time, and the second time I heard the click-click, the patter-patter, the, 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 the swoosh, the Geronimo, and then I heard you say, oh, she, oh, she. What the heck went on that time? Well, let me explain it to you, Big. Uh-huh. Uh, the click-click was me flipping the light switch on and off. Yeah. The patter-patter was uh, me running across the floor. Uh-huh. The swoosh was me taking off my clothes. In mid-air? Yeah. Yeah. And the Geronimo, yeah, that was me um, leaping through the air. Yeah. And the, uh, oh, she, 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 uh, was me landed on the bedpost. Oh, now, <laughs> Well, would you look at that? Naturally generated electricity from Verde Energy. And naturally it costs less, like half price less. V for Verde, where your electricity is half price all night and all weekend. Half price power from Verde beats the pants off the other guys. Just ask an expert. Hi, I'm Big Bulb. Go V for Verde. VerdeNow.com, half price power, nights and weekends. Uncle Waldo, teenage urologist doctor type person. Oh. This script was authored by the real Herman Steele. Now, wait a minute. It was not signed. This was actually from a listener, but we don't know. In Act One, Scene One, we find the good doctor, Uncle Waldo, teenage urologist type physician type person, in his office, greeting his first patient of the day. Let's listen. Uncle Waldo, I got a problem. Ah, right, come I... on in here. Good to see you. Big shake. I ain't touching you. <laughs> no, I I don't shake hands with urologists. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but I got a problem I got to talk to you about. Yeah, you certainly do. Yeah. You got bad taste. Look at that dumb suit you got on. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hey, as a urologist, I try to make a little coin on the side. You know, we all have our little... Uh... What do you do on the side, Uncle Waldo? Hey, would you like to buy some stained glass? No, I don't want any stained glass. No, not from a urologist. I don't. No, hey, come on. You know what I want you to do? Hey, I got a problem, huh? What? I want you, first thing, you know, we always do this. I want you to 
Fill this specimen bottle. Fill the specimen bottle? From the couch. <laughs> Come on, Uncle Waldo, stop joking around. I got a problem here. Wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. That's not a specimen bottle anyhow. That's a champagne glass. Well, you got to get them where you can get them. You got it from the mansion. That's sick, Uncle Waldo. Oh, wait, I got to put on the urologist's national anthem. What's that? Engelbert uh, hepatitis is yellow bird. Uncle <laughs> Waldo. I got a problem here. Yeah, it's very simple. You know what I want you to do? Yeah. I want you to TT in a bottle. Well, I want you to. I want you to put in a jug. <laughs> Don't get unruly with me. I am the physician. Uncle Waldo. Just what is the problem here? The problem. Well, Uncle Waldo, you know how it feels when you have to go to the bathroom. I beg your pardon. I said, do you know how it feels when you have to go to the bathroom? Of course, I know how it feels when you have to go to the bathroom. Well, good. Feel me and tell me if I have to go. Oh no! Ouch. Hi, this is Lyle Lovett, and I admit it. I listen to Stevens and Pruitt on Rock 101 KLOL. <laughs> Keepers, you fine arts lovers wherever you are. Time to kick back and enjoy those legendary Stevens and Pruitt not ready for drive tie players starring in Uncle Waldo, teenage dude with a speech impediment type person. Ah. Don't forget to dial 390-KLOL with your compliments for our thespians. It's the only compensation they receive. Yes, it's Act 1, Scene 1, and Uncle Waldo is attempting to place a phone call through the operator. Uncle Waldo dials the operator. No, no, the phone, the phone. Using the telephone. Operator. (laughs) Timing. Operator. Uh, Could I help you? Yes, operator. (laughs) Yes, operator. I would like you to dial 312-313-3. I'm sorry, sir. I didn't quite understand that. Would you please repeat that, please? Yes, will you please dial pre one two pre one pre pre I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I still quite I can't understand you. Let me have you speak to my supervisor. Just a moment, sir. She speaks to her supervisor. Yes, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Can I help you? What is it, honey? Yes, ma'am. Will you please dial pre one? Here, free one, free, free, free. I'm sorry, baby. I don't quite understand you. Could you say that one more time, please? <laughs> Ma'am, do you know how to play dictaphone? I beg your pardon, honey. Do you know how to play dictaphone? No, honey, I don't know how to play dictaphone. Well, operator. <laughs> yes. Nick the phone up your ass <laughs> and dial P1 U. Hey, this is Red Rocker Sammy Hagar from the Wobble Readers. And I admit it, I listen to Stevens and Pruitt on Rock 101 KLOL. Uh. Uncle Waldo, teenage moron type person. <laughs> this, we couldn't use the original title. Yeah, we had to change the title. You'll see, uh, this script was authored by Janice Little of Dallas, Texas. As a matter of fact, she handed this script to me in a brown paper bag at Packers last night. Uh-oh. Yes. Mail your script in today. You could win some groovies. Time to go front row center for Act 1, Seed 1. Uncle Waldo, teenage, nincompoot, moron. <laughs> this is what that says, but go ahead. In Act 1, Scene 1, a weary, 
Big Bruno finds himself out in a cold torrential rainstorm. I said torrential rainstorm. Ah. Gotta get Beautiful sound effects. God, so lame. Well, anyway, Big Bruno walks up to the front desk of the local inn. Behind the desk, yes, it's Queen Aretha. She says to Big Bruno, can I help you? Uh, can I help you, Big Bruno? And Big Bruno replies that he's tired, cold, and hungry. He just needs some place to sleep. Yeah, Queen Aretha, I am tired, cold, and hungry, and I need some place to sleep. Queen Aretha replies, Well, baby, I'm sorry I can't help you because there's a convention here in Dallas. I think it's an Herbalife convention. Every hotel is filled, including this one, baby. I'm sorry about that. You're just going to have to... I don't know what you're going to do. Big Bruno insists that he needs somewhere to sleep. Look, I need a room, okay? I'm cold, I'm tired, I'm hungry. Have pity on me, will you? All of a sudden, Queen Aretha gets an idea. Hey, I got an idea. She hands him a pillow and a blanket. Here's a pillow and a blanket. She tells Big Bruno to go down the hall. There's a janitor's closet on the right, and he can sleep there. Why don't you do what the announcer just said? That's the only thing I got for you. You mean you want me to go down the hall and sleep in the janitor's closet? That's all I got, baby. Well, okay. Whoa. Big Bruno takes his pillow and his blanket and goes back to sleep in the janitor's closet. Well, time passes, and another weary traveler enters the old inn. Yes, that's our hero, Uncle Waldo. All right. He walks up to the front desk, and we hear him say... Uh, yes, baby, what can I do for you? I need a room. I gotta I'm sorry, we don't have no room. How come? Aren't you listening to the radio? Did you hear what the man just said? The whole town is full. We got an Uberlife convention in Dallas, honey. There's no hotel rooms. I'm sorry. Well, I'll tell you, I'm really weary and tired, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I'm going to just probably throw up all over your desk if I don't get something. No, now, sweat. wait a minute, baby, baby, listen to me. Listen to me, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah I got your pillar. And I got your blanket. Now you've gone down the hall to the janitor's closet. There's already one guy in there, but there's plenty of room for the both of you. You go on down there and have yourself a good night's sleep. It'll be free on me. Wow. Just don't throw up on my shoe. Well, time passes. Of course, Uncle Waldo takes his pillow and blanket and goes to the janitor's closet. Even more time passes. Soon we find our hero returning to the front desk. With his head down, circles under his eyes, he's dragging his pillow and blanket, and he returns to the front desk. Yes, baby, what can I do for you? Uh, what is it? What are you doing up in the middle of the night? I, uh, I thought I sent you down to the janitor's closet with your pillow and your blanket. I have a complaint. I uh, What seems to be the problem? Well, I was back there uh, sleeping in the janitor's closet, mm -hmm. and there was this big guy with the deep voice. He, uh... That's Mr. Bruno. Yeah, he he grabs me, you know, puts a headlock on me. No! Yeah, and then pulls out a, a switchblade. Say what? And he says... Oh, that honky had a switchblade? Yeah. And, and he says, either you perform... Uh, uh, he says, either you honk my bobo, or I'm gonna... Well, Lenny, you know what he did? What? Pulled out a gun, too. What? That's right. He wanted you to honk his bobo? Is there a policeman around here? No, wait a minute. Yeah, he pulled a gun on me, too. He had a knife in one hand and a gun in the other, and he said, either I honk his bobo or he'd shoot me. Well, what happened? 
you didn't hear no gunshots, did you? Hey, Groove Dogs, this is Junior Mintz. Who are you? I am Brian Paraquat Shannon, the producer from the Stevens and Pruitt Show at Rock 101 KLOL. And we're here to talk about our friends at eSigns. That's eSigns.com, where you can get vinyl banners and glossy banners and banner stands and plastic signs and sinicade signs, all at savings of 30 to 40% off what you'd pay at that you know, that store down the street. And talk about quality. All of these signs, all of their products are made in America by Americans, so you're stimulating our economy. So here's what you do. When you go to checkout, use promo code KLOL. You'll save an additional 10% off, and the folks at eSigns will make a donation to the folks that Jimmy Pruitt cares the most about. What do you think about that, Brian? I think it's a fantastic idea. You need signs, and you can help out the Groove Dogs. eSigns.com, where everyone saves on signs. Remember, it- promo code KLOL. At checkout. Indeed. Thanks. Weren't you the boner? I go to the silent, hallowed halls of the Vatican. Will you shut that turkey up? In Act One, Scene One, we find that Big Bruno is an ambitious new sales rep for the Miller Brewing Company. Oh, I like that Miller. Ah, oh, Miller Light. Less filling taste. Now, never mind. You're trying to get a case of beer for free or something? Can't do that, okay? Just get on with it. Anyway, uh, it seems that Big Bruno, sales rep for Miller Beer, uh, tastes great. Travel. He's traveled all the way to Rome and managed to finagle an audience with Pope Uncle Waldo himself. As soon as the two are alone together, Big Bruno leans over and whispers to Pope Waldo, Uh, Your Holiness, uh, I have an offer I think you might be interested in. Uh, I'm uh, in a position, my company, you know, the Miller Brewing Company of Fort Worth, Texas. We're in a position to give you uh, a million dollars. A million dollars? That's right. And all you have to do is change the wording of your prayer to give us this day our daily beer. Instead of bread, you know. I beg your pardon? Well, you have to do is change the wording of your prayer. Give us this day our daily beer. See? My son, I am shocked at you. Hmm. As the pontiff, I can only say absolutely not. Hey, I understand, Your Holiness. is a big decision. How about uh, a five-ski? Five million dollars. Oh, you... Oh, my son, you... You heathen. I couldn't think of it. Yeah, I know it's a tough one, Pope, Okay. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. $50 million. We're going to give you $50 million. Just change the wording of the prayer. Give us this day our daily beer. What do you say, Pope? Uh, Sister Nymphia? Yes, Your Holiness? Uh, when does our contract with Mrs. Baird's expire? Oh, no. This is Elwood Blues, and I admit it. I listened to Stevenson Pruitt on Rock 101 KLOL. Oakland restaurant owner type person. Just don't wash it, okay? Wear it often. <laughs> In Act One, Scene One, it's opening day of Uncle Waldo's Oakland Restaurant on Lemon Avenue. Oh, he's so excited. Oh, it's a marvelous day. He unlocks the door, and we hear him say to the chef, Big Bruno. Uh, oh. I'm so excited, aren't you, Big? Yeah, Uncle Waldo. It's we got our small business loan. This thing came through. And... It's going to be a red-letter day. We're opening the restaurant. This is going to be a hit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you were worried about opening up in the Oakland. Don't worry, Uncle Waldo. Let these that people... first customer in there. Huh? Uh, wait a minute. He just walked in the door. Our first customer. Fantastic. Now, don't rush up there, Uncle Waldo. Don't act anxious. I'll put on my apron. I'll go wait on him, okay? Right. Yo, you want to wait on him, or should I wait on him? I think I'll flip so. you for it, okay? Heads or tails. Whoa! <laughs> 
I, I, I guess I'll go wait on him. Wait a minute. Walter, hold it, hold it. Get up off the floor. Get up off the floor. Uh-huh. Look what the guy's doing in the booth there. Wait a minute. He's fanning his fig. You mean he's he's choking the chicken? Yeah, he, he's spanking his frank, Uncle Waldo. Oh, my God. You mean twerking the schwan? Yeah, 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 Uncle Waldo. Holy mackerel. He's teasing the python. Yeah. Oh, oh Waldo. I can't understand it. My first customer is sitting over there doing it. It's your it's your fault, Uncle Waldo. My fault? It's your fault. What do you mean it's my fault? Well, you put that dumb sign up there. What sign? First come, first serve. Oh, no. oh. Rock. Yes. 101. K-L-O-L. The Stevens and Blue about ready for drive tie players starring in Uncle Waldo, teenage beaver type person. In Act 1, Scene 1, our story begins in the room of Big Bruno and his younger brother, Uncle Waldo the Beaver. It seems that the loud noises coming from their parents' room are making it real hard for the kiddos to sleep. Let's join the Beaver and Big Bruno in the room. Mm, Uncle Waldo, what's on the TV here? Turn it up real loud, uh. Next door, mom and dad are making a lot of noise there. Yeah, look, there's Josh from the White at 27. Yeah, hey. Oh, yeah. Golly, Beeb. <laughs> look at... Wait a minute. Stay in your own bed, Big. Okay, but uh, do you hear what I hear next door? That's mom and dad. What do you think's going on over there? Yeah, that's, that's mom. I hear mom. And... That's certainly dad, yeah. I can hear dad, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Golly, Beeb, what do you think's going on? Hey, I got a great idea. Uh, why is it? Why don't you go next door, Beeb, and, you know, peek through the door and see what they're doing in there, huh? Okay, oh. I'll go down. All right. The Beeb stalks quietly down the hall to the room of the parents. Once there, he takes a look and then returns to his room. Hey, Beef, Beef, what was going on next door with Mom and Dad? What were they doing? What were they doing, huh? Uh, what were they doing, huh? It's really unfair, Big. It's unfair? Yeah, Mama always slaps my hand when I suck my thumb. Oh, now, wait. Rock 101 KLOL. Stevens and Pruitt. Groovy! There you have it, and we hope you enjoyed it. The Runaway Radio Hour's first ever pop-up podcast and broadcast, Wall to Waldo, a solid hour of classic Stevens and Pruitt Uncle Waldo performances from their shows in Dallas at the Eagle, K-E-G-L, and of course from their years of total market domination in Houston at KLOL. Now, if you are hearing these for the first time, it's possible, if not likely, you never knew this kind of entertainment was ever even available on radio airwaves. Now, there's a strange mixture of laughter and sadness for some of us here at Radio Brave as we listen to these, as it's a reminder of what has been lost. But ultimately, it's a reminder of two huge personalities, guys who are at times scary, at least to yours truly as a young radio pup, and at others, benevolent to a fault. Now, for me, being the guy who lost his morning job to Stevens and Pruitt, yes, you know, somebody had to get fired. I can tell you in those early years, Mark and Jimmy both were some of the nicest and most considerate guys I've worked with in the business in 30 years. And with the recent passing of Jim Pruitt, 
They are both now simultaneously lost to us, but still somehow ever-present. We will all miss them dearly. I'm Bobby Slam Duncan. Thank you for listening from all your friends at RadioBrave.com and the Runaway Radio Hour. This is Radio Brave. Keep listening. It gets even better. Now let's do it up. Ra- Ra- Radio Brave.